Well, gentlemen, the uh, the faded day <clears throat> is here. The it is clouds, here. The clouds have parted. The sun is shining. My and life Nick is happy again. My life is real again. I have taken this exam that I was studying for for months, and um, yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> you, now you mentioned to me it was a funny slash weird experience. This it was only weird because. I don't believe either of you have ever been in this kind of situation. Um, like a big, very serious standardized test. Uh, and I'm not counting the SATs because the SATs, you just went to a high school and you basically were in a class and they just handed you a test booklet. And it was what, like a couple hours long? Like six yeah, hours, something like that. Yeah. So this uh, was eight, eight hours kill me and it's very strict like it's you cannot you have to follow a ton of rules you are you are put into like a very big area with everybody else taking the test there's a lot of people walking around making sure the proctors the proctors (laughs) yeah and you have to always have your id displayed you have to have this little piece of paper that authorizes you to be in that seat at all times. Mm-hmm. If you if you leave, you have to take your ID and your authorization with you. There are people monitoring the restrooms so you don't talk to anybody. It's it's nuts and it's very intimidating. And uh, so like there's all that you know stress in the first place and like being in this huge empty room or not empty this huge room where it is just silent. Mm-hmm. The only thing you hear is shuffling paper and and whatnot. And it's just, it's an intense thing. And it was in a church, which was weird. I thought that was very strange. <laughs> that, that is uh, weird. <laughs> in, it, case, it was... in case anyone kills himself, it's like right there and ready for them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody can step in and be like, don't do this. Uh, but no, it, that, that, was, that was odd because uh, the first time I took the, the initial exam for this thing, the, I'm, I'm ta- I took a test to be a licensed engineer. We've been dodging it for a long time, but I've never really said exactly what it was for. I had to take something else four years ago, a very similar thing to get this process started. And it was at like a, it was at like some venue, you know, like a big event place where they would hold like stuff, whatever kind of event. Yeah. Whereas this was at just some random big church, like one of those, one of those huge churches that Mm -hmm. are just like, it's not like Catholic or Baptist or what non-denominational mega church. Right. Yes. So it was one of those. And I've never been in one of those. And, and, like, the fact that they could just, like, clear out this whole floor, and then all around the room was, like, stadium seating. There was, like, a mezzanine of stadium seating. <laughs> and then the, the uh, what's it called? The, um... Pews? Not the pews. No, there were no pews. Uh, the place where the, the pulpit. The pulpit. The, it was huge. The altar, then whatever. It was huge. And then behind it, it was, like, where there would be this huge choir. Like, so you're just in this huge, weird church taking this test and it was just a strange thing like everybody all the proctors were were people that worked for the church not for like the state or anything <laughs> so it's that just, is even stranger it I was very for sure they yeah. must do this all the time like they've yeah. probably they've probably it's just it's this space it's near the city and they have the room to do it so like whatever i guess but yeah i took a test this week too it was kind of worse than that actually <laughs> why it was 25 multiple choice questions oh yeah that was terrible <laughs> hey Sounds i mean terrible. mine mine were all multiple choice but it was 
80 grueling yeah over the course of eight hours yeah so that was intense it's over uh it happened to be on the day of big video game releases i had a strange i had a strange realization this week too um so i never realized like it's always been in the back of my mind like everyone knows this but until you see it it's just hard to comprehend is how much nothingness there is to certain parts of the country oh boy oh yeah dude like i was flying over flying over the midwest well not even not even midwest california i was flying over california is fucking enormous well there was nothing like just nothing for miles and it was it was just weird uh farms right no no like desert like actual desert oh yeah like that was same thing in vegas remember i told you guys flying in there vegas is legitimately in in the desert yeah (laughs) until it appears there's nothing it's in the middle of the desert for miles and miles, I was looking out the window. It's just nothing but desert. And then out of nowhere, there's a tree, and then there's two trees, and then it's just all green again. We yeah. live in a very big Nat- country. Nature is we weird. We do. We do. Na- nature is weird. <laughs> nature is a weird thing. Good g- good summation of that. And, yeah, uh, no, it's it's something I always forget how massive this country is, actually. After, and, like, yeah. After being in Orange County for a week, I am so thankful to not live in a high-traffic area again. Like, I've lived in a high-traffic area for the past couple of years of my life, and I'm so glad to be out of that. Yeah, I'm jealous <laughs> a little bit. And your, your area I, is not, not even that bad. It's not really that bad here, no. But Fucking Orange County was, like, six lanes traffic one way, and one of the lanes was for people who could all carpool, which I never really see. I guess you don't H-O-B see lanes. Those are around, uh, yeah. I, mean, I don't see those in Pennsylvania, here. though. I don't see those. Not here. in PA. And... I forgot lane splitting is allowed in California, which is fucking crazy. Lane like, splitting? Yeah, lane splitting is, uh, I think it's only allowed in a handful of states, California being one of them. It's when motorcycles can just ride through lanes. Oh, like they're actually allowed to do that. Yeah, they're allowed to do it. Uh, it's just nuts. Like, they just fly down. That's so scary. Yeah. California is yeah. a strange, strange place. It is a strange place. <laughs> there are there are a, Shout a out lot of, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people that live out there. It's it's actually the number is staggering every time I hear There's it. There's more people in California than there are in Canada. Yes. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, yes. that's a fact. And, 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 um, and Aust- Canada and yes. Australia. Uh, I think there's more people yes. in LA there's than there is in Australia. There. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it's nuts. Crazy. Wait, but it's not as heavily populated as New York City, right? I don't know. I think because L- isn't LA more spread out and New York would be very dense. Like pot, like everybody's really localized in a small area. I don't know. Are you comparing are the state to the city? What are we talking Simon? about? Simon, let's let's move on. Let's yeah. let's introduce ourselves. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, this <laughs> is <laughs> this is the two v one podcast. I'm Nick. Every week, I'm joined by Josh and Alex to talk about video games, and uh, this is a pretty big day slash episode for video games. That yes. I think I'm the only one who's played them, but yeah. I will be playing all of them after this. All, yes, all actually. So let's um let's address something that is very exciting. Uh, Josh, you're gonna get a switch. I think so. I think Mario. Oh, you haven't you haven't decided. Well, with Best Buy credit, I have, and I think I'm gonna trade my Xbox in because it trades in for an obscene amount right now. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd pretty much be getting it for nothing. Didn't we talk about this? What? What's the point of trading in your Xbox? Well, I wasn't going to until I looked at the trade-in value, and if I ever want to get one again, I'd literally have to spend like fifty more dollars to get a new one. 
Oh, okay. So it's it's a no brainer. It's because I have that two terabyte model, which I just flat out don't need at all right. anymore. So I trade that in. If I ever want to get a new one, I'll buy the five hundred gig, and it's like not well, expensive at all. I fully endorse the decision. Thank you. I'll get um, Splatoon and probably. Oh yes. I I have to decide between Mario and Zelda at first, but because Mario is a hot thing right now, probably Mario. Uh yeah, I would say Mario, but I mean, of course, play Zelda. Down but, the road. Uh, yep. Man, Mario. So I I came home from the test and immediately was playing Mario pretty much, and uh, I I put a decent bit about a decent amount of time. Just into so it. everybody knows, Mario Odyssey. I was getting there, yeah. <laughs> I was like, we're do- we're just talking all oh, Mario. I'm Mario. Mario. <laughs> I, I I watched an hour of it on the plane, so. Oh wow. Well, the, that's uh, a lot. The uh, Giant Bomb's quick look was an hour, so I watched that. Okay. Quick. So. Quick look. Yeah, that's that's the running Ongoing joke with their jokes. quick looks. They're yeah. they're never quick, but. Uh, yeah, so Super Mario Odyssey is the return to more standard open-world 3D, like, progression-style Mario versus just going through discrete levels, which has been <sighs> probably the last couple releases since Galaxy. Um, tell me, tell like me th- all about your Mario knowledge. Like, 3D Land and 3D World and, like, all the new Super Mario Brothers, those are more classic Mario where you just pick a level, run through it in a short period of time. And Mario Maker, that's all Mario Maker was. But the ones like Super Mario 64 and Galaxy and Sunshine, these are, like, more grand-scale, open-ended stuff. And that's what Odyssey is, and it was, like, real exciting that, that we're getting back to that. So right away... It's amazing because it it's the levels are big and there's a lot to explore in them. You're now collecting moons instead of stars. But the way the moons work, they're just all over the place for doing random ass things. It could be like solving a puzzle or finding a secret area or progressing through like the main thing. Like it'll point you in a direction on where to go. Some of them seem really hidden. Yeah. Like super super hidden. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's been really surprising how well hidden some of them are, actually. And and the best, the best comparison is the Korok seeds to Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I like, was actually just going to say that, especially when you said solving puzzles and everything. That's totally what the moons are. Like, obviously, they're more important to your progression, whereas the Korok seeds were just boosting your inventory in Zelda. But like, yeah, it's really fun. Like, I've the the whole dis, uh, deceit of this one or conce- uh, I don't know what word I'm looking not no deceit, conceit. conceit is the word conceit You've conceit's been the word <laughs> yeah uh, you, Mario's hat is possessed by a ghost and Mario is now working with the ghost or is possessed himself it's very very strange uh, the way it sets it up too is kind of creepy and like a little trippy so. You have this hat that you can possess enemies with and, like, items and stuff. It's mostly just enemies, I guess. But, like, you could possess friendly stuff like a frog. That's one of the first things you do. And the animation and, like, little cutscene it shows of you possessing this frog is a little fucked up. <laughs> like, it's... it's you, you throw your hat on this frog and then it shows Mario, like, floating in space. And then he just starts to, like, fall into this vacuum of, like rainbow colored shit and it's like very psychedelic in a way and then he is the frog the frog has a mustache and he has taken over its body and all of these things are very odd and uh 
a little disturbing. But I think there's like sixty-ish things you can take over throughout the game. That's cool. That's yeah. plenty. Uh, everybody, I think they showed off a while ago where you take over a T-Rex. That's one of the first things you do is you take over a T-Rex, and it has a big mustache, and it's hilarious. But the, the, so it's it's classic Mario platforming and running around the world and getting a general direction on where to go, like in say Mario sixty four or Galaxy or something, where it'll name the star that you're going after. And it'll give you, like, a quick overview of the map, like, head to this direction and you'll get the star. It does that with moons, but now there's all these extra ones hidden around that it, like, rewards you for exploring. And some of them are hidden behind solving puzzles by using the cap, like, taking over enemies or something. And it's can, just... Can we, can we call its hat by uh, his actual name? Cappy. Yeah, let's... let's, let's Cappy. Yeah. Cappy Johnson. He, he, des- he deserves that we at least call him by his name. I'm... I feel a little bit better that it's an actual ghost. I uh, I thought I thought in all the stuff leading up to this game, they always just showed Cappy as the hat with eyes, and maybe I missed it somewhere. But it it is like an actual ghost that like to wear hats. Like the first kingdom that you fall into is a ghost kingdom, and everybody's just wearing top hats, and it's very fancy and it's hilarious. But um, yeah. So Cappy is a real character, and he talks to you the whole time. And is he yeah. like the voice inside your head? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, what if Mario's just tripping this entire game? I, th- dude, like, it is, it is fucking. It strange. Sounds like it. You did say it is, psychedelic. Yeah, it is very like surreal. Like, sometimes. what if, what if that first frog he took over is one of those like psychedelic jungle rainforest frogs? <laughs> he licked, like, he licked it. He now licked he's it, just... and now this entire game, you're just fucking tripping, and the end comes, and you just wake up in his bed or something. It, it might as well be a trip because, like, you're flying around in this giant top hat shaped spaceship, but it's not really a spaceship because it takes place on Earth. Like, this game takes place on Earth or something. Uh, and you have to pa- collect these moons, and the moons power up the the ship, and that's how you get to new kingdoms. And it's it's let's, so weird. Let's not forget Bowser's in a three piece tux, and he's trying to uh, forcefully yeah. marry Peach. Yes, he is. He is trying to force Peach into marriage. Which also Bowser has uh, another ghost. He has Cappy's sister, who is now in a tiara that Peach is wearing, and I don't really know why. Like I don't know why Peach has the power. If she could do that, why can't she do shit and just run away from Bowser? I don't know. They added more voice acting to this game. So, like, it actually is more like Banjo-Kazooie, actually, how everybody talks, which is fun. I like it. But Bowser's talks to you very early on in, like, the opening cutscene, and it's, like, really weird sounding. And then he'll he'll sort of say Mario, and he'll say Peach, and he'll say, like, names, but it'll be all distorted and weird. And it's, like, kind of unsettling in a weird way, like... I can't really explain it. You'll, whenever you hear it, I wonder if you'll think the same thing, Josh. But like, is it kind of like how uh, that pig talked in Cuphead at the shop? No, it's not all distorted that way. Like where it's just bad sound quality. It's more like, it's more like Bowser sounds like he can't, like he has a speech impediment. Oh. Like it's it's very weird. Maybe he does. So maybe you're making might. fun of Bowser, and yeah, like, maybe he doesn't deserve maybe, this. Yeah, maybe I'm actually giving him shit for a disability, and that's not okay. I'm sorry. But he does have that big fucking snout face with 
sharp teeth, so it might be hard to talk. How did how did he get Peach this time around? Like, how does this set that up? Is Peach just, like, chilling outside, they, and he just grabs her, and they go? It starts, like... Or is it, like, one of those online things where they met online, you know what? and he Here, was, like, catfishing her or something? He, that would have been hilarious. That would have been so modern. But, like, uh, no, there... It, I actually really appreciate how fast this game get gets you into the action, because... I just recently finished Galaxy 2, and that one also got you into the action quick, but Galaxy 1 wasted a whole lot of time teaching you shit, and it was really boring. Odyssey just starts with Bowser has Peach. He's trying to marry her. He's wearing his three-piece suit and the white top hat. Looking Mario's, so cute. Mario's trying to fight him, and that's it's the opening cutscene. He beats Mario, and then you're playing. That's it. Like It just, it just throws you right into it, and it's awesome. So I don't really know how he got her. What's he what's your stance her. on this uh, hot topic internet issue that Mario is one of the worst heroes of all time because he keeps letting Peach get captured? He is one of the worst. What, what heroes is your of all stance time. on that? Also, he just maybe keeps interfering in in like it's like a love triangle. It it's, is. It's this it endless is. love triangle that maybe Bowser is actually the good guy, but he isn't. So, but why, we're why seeing it from but, Mario's perspective. So he looks yeah. like the bad guy. Yeah, it's a one-sided story every time. <laughs> How I I know Bowser's trying to get some cock ring or something for for Peach. But What? Yeah, that giant ring. You said you didn't see that? Oh, oh it's yeah, sure, yeah. it surely as hell won't fit on her finger, so it's got to go somewhere. You know what? I might have left that kingdom too early cuz I didn't see what it looked like. Mm. But yeah, that that that's what it starts out as is Bowser's trying to get a ring. That's definitely her, a word I didn't think I'd hear in this week's podcast. Cockering, yeah, but, me, but, me but then again, there it was. <laughs> there, there it is. That that is probably what it actually is, and it's this is the most adult Mario yet because everybody's tripping on mushrooms and psychedelic NC-17 frogs. Mario, and yeah, Bowser's trying to force Peach into bad things. Servitude, yeah, yeah. It's well, a great fucking game. Are you? In- I was about to ask if you are enjoying it. It is. It is awesome. It is so nice playing one of these game, one of these Mario games on an actual controller again. The again, just finishing Galaxy Two recently using the fucking Wii mode. I hated it. Oh my god! But actually playing Mario now with the real standard controls feels great. The ca- Cappy is now more. Uh, it's more combat heavy actually, which is cool because you can throw Cappy out at a distance so like if you're not necessarily capturing a certain enemy you can just hit them with cappy you can swing cappy around by shaking the controller it's like motion control stuff but it's it's fine it works and it's actually a really useful attack and it makes it more like it just makes it more fun to play like you don't just have to run up and punch something like you had to in old marios and you're not using flood from mario sunshine which is divisive but yeah, it's just it's just really enjoyable to play and search these kingdoms. They're big and like expansive. Like when you drop into one, you're like, "Oh wow, I could go in so many directions." And then just digging out moons and seeing what you find and finding these puzzles, it's just it is so so good. Like my my first impression was just I'm in awe at how good it is. And it looks amazing. Like it just looks beautiful. I want to know what happens whenever you collect all the uh the moons, because I guess something actually happens, unlike the Korok seed thing. Like, there's a reason to collect them all. 
Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm trying to think, though, if that's been a thing in the past games. I don't know that collecting everything really mattered. I also like how um, each of the each of the moons is, like, named for where it's located. Yeah. So if you don't know where one is, you can actually just look at the name of the moon and kind of yeah. figure it out on your own. Yeah, you can get hints. Yeah, there, there's a map. I mean, there. this is a Mario game with a map that you can open and fast travel to points. Like, it's, it is very much like a modern welcomed change to mario it's it's so great you think it's long overdue yes definitely that that's what i'm saying like it's been so long since one of these galaxy 2 was on the wii like there hasn't been one of these types of marios in a long time so yeah i'm i'm very excited uh alex are you gonna get it i definitely will just not sure when obviously i'm not in any hurry to have another switch game to play plus um I may or may not have broken my Switch last night. I don't know. I Yeah, I saw you added Switch issue. Yeah. Um, we were drunk. And <laughs> it, it was we were having trouble pairing stuff. And I, I dropped it, not like real from a high distance, but I, I took it off the dock and dropped it. And it like banged off of my coffee table. Oh, no. And it, it like cracked all the way across the screen. And I'm praying to God. I know. I'm praying to God. It's that screen protector is tempered glass yes so hopefully actually i thought it was plastic no mine's glass so okay. hopefully wait 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 the protector i'm confused that's the what protector i'm saying broke yeah okay the, the okay pro- okay i don't know yes i don't know okay. i'm hoping that when i take it off i see that it's the protector you if not che- okay. i would check that immediately <laughs> i i think i'm avoiding it <laughs> i don't want to oh, know no because at, at, that's what I'm saying, Alex, is the actual screen is still plastic, and oh. it, it's supposed to be more durable. Oh, good. Then there's, like, no yeah. way. Yeah, the, that's the whole point, is it's not real glass, so it doesn't yeah. spider web. Yeah. It's it's supposed to be kid-proof still. I just have, but, a, I have a bad, um, I have bad mojo right now, because I just shattered my first iPhone. I don't think I told you guys that. No, I, have, you I have a spider web on my iPhone now. It's great. So you okay. getting a new one actually sort of makes sense. Yeah, it's a uh, it's really good that I'm getting that. So <laughs> did wow. you did you pre order the X iPhone X? Um, because they're I sold out everywhere. They sold out in 20 minutes. It's it's a, a business pre order thing I'm doing in a couple of days. Uh, <clears> it's that's like nice. a custom pre order. Yeah, fancy, so. fancy as shit. Uh, Mario Odyssey is a must play. Obviously, yep. I, I don't have any more more to say there, but. That sucks about your Switch, Alex. I hope it's okay. Yeah, me too. But I, I like holy shit. What you just told—I know, right? What you just told me made me feel a lot better. It's got to be the protect, and I have those things come with like three protectors too, which is nice. Yeah, the the, the, pa- the pack that I got came with two. I have an extra one also. I probably won't even buy them because they're they're plastic. I don't. I mean, the, like you said, the screen's plastic. It's kid proof. I don't see a reason to to put one on. Josh, there. they're cheap as shit. Yeah, they're they're like nothing, and also. It will scratch going in and out of the dock. Yeah, true. Yeah. In like that, real that, small. That's the only reason I hairline scratches, but you are preserving it and keeping it in perfect condition, which is yeah worth it. Yeah, it's fine. I think the biggest problem with that is um, if you try to use a stylus on it, it doesn't really recognize it very well. You have to have like a really good one, which this is really specific. But when I try to draw stuff in Splatoon two, I can't use any stylus I have, and it pisses me off. <laughs> hey, you know what? Just be. I mean. This is a game we've had. We've talked about board games and various things like that. And while I'm thinking about it, I I actually have to tell people about this. So we were playing a 
I don't, it's not a board game, but you know, like a, a game called Speak Out last night. And you literally put this ridiculous apparatus in your mouth. And it holds your mouth open, like, all the way around your lips real big. So it looks like, you know, you, it, almost like you would do at a dentist when you're getting x-rays. That kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. And you have to, and you draw cards, and you have to read, or uh, the person with the apparatus in their mouth, they have to read what's on the card, and uh, your teammate has to interpret what you're saying. And I'm just telling everybody, I know how weird it sounds. You should buy this game and play it because I was in tears last night. It, it was absolutely ridiculous. But we've uh, we, we've touched on games and stuff before. So anybody who's interested in that kind of stuff, uh, doing social games with friends, please check out Speak Out because it's amazing. Or you could play One Two Switch. That too. We were gonna do that, and then I did my little screen thing, and I was like, "Oh, let's play this instead." I did my little screen thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried. Yeah, that is scary, but cool. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I was gonna, I was looking for somehow to make that really lewd and disgusting with Bowser's cock ring and your mouth being open <laughs> and whatever. But well, you just did, so. You're but good. but it, I, I still wanted to draw attention to it, but I couldn't make it that funny. So. Uh, there, there, there was there was a lot of lewd stuff going on last night too, as you can well imagine. So I'm sure it was good. <laughs> so where <sighs> the next game? So the ne- all the these games, game. they all came out on October 27th, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Correct. So I, yes, I Go shouldn't ahead. even be on this podcast because <laughs> of that Twitter poll. That's I true. Oh, fuck off. That's true. Quit. You quit. I did officially quit. That's true. Um, because Josh no one, is a it guest. Looks like no week. one wants to play Wolfenstein. So. Uh, I do because I played a little bit of it. I can't fucking wait. I just got mine in the mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you got the little action figure, which is yeah, really not, actually kind of a cool collection. It's not as little as I thought it was going to be. It's actually yeah. a pretty big box. It's really funny though. It's it's the it is a throw like you explained it to me as a throwback old school it looks like an figure. old gi joe box you would get. yes yeah. and and it looks like a gi joe like yeah. he has things you can attach to him and like he has all his arms you can move his arms and legs and stuff and position them this is like a cool that's really fun edition they did like it's yeah it's one of the first collector's editions i've bought in a long time honestly yeah so it's uh it's it's the collector's edition for wolfenstein 2 the new colossus yeah yeah game of the year Game of the year. No. I was gonna give you shit for that, by the way, because that was another one of your haven't played it yet, and you're al- already saying it's the Dude, best game. I can't wait, and from what I've been hearing, it's everything everyone wanted it to be. So yeah, so I got to start it this morning. Um, I, I played, I played just through the opening portion, which I still am technically in the opening portion. I think. Oh man, I heard but... that opening is real fun. <laughs> it's real good. It's real good. It, it's all over the place. It's sad. It's exciting. It's uh, fucked up. And... Kind of like the first one. And that, a lot yeah. of people did not like the first, which is something opening, I never weird. Yeah, I never knew that until recently. Like people hated the opening to that game. They thought it was really bad, which I don't get why. I like, don't think it was, was stellar, so but it wasn't it. bad at all. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was. I didn't really understand that. But two, the new Colossus gets out, gets off to a really good start. It, they already showed it. It was like how they announced the game where you start as BJ in a wheelchair and you are in a wheelchair for like an hour <laughs> doing doing a whole bunch of shit. And it's really funny. Like you can jump in it. You can do a little hop in it. And uh, you're like you're like rolling over 
like subway style doors where there's a legitimate lip that you have to step over you know you have to ollie over it yeah and he's he's rolling around with one arm while he's shooting nazis with the other hand and it's it's hilarious actually and it works really well and it's not in a it's not in the way either like if you try to strafe and stuff you still strafe in a wheelchair (laughs) (laughs) it's pretty good i love how seriously non-serious they take this game yeah i know and i think that's what's great about it is like it's it's such a grim fucked up story it's very mature it's very violent but it has this like jokey jovial feeling to it which is real it's just so well done and you get that even though this game starts off so grim it still feels that way and i don't know how that even makes sense because bj's in a wheelchair they're getting boarded by Nazis. Shit's going bad. People are dying everywhere. And it's still like, man, I'm really having fun playing this game. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what else there is to say about it since neither of us have really dug into it. Yeah, yet. I, I haven't got to play enough yet. It doesn't really... It doesn't waste any time. It really does just throw you into it. It gives you a nice little recap of the first game, which I sort of did forget a lot about it. So that was nice. I'm trying to think. It looks a lot better. I'm playing it on PC. I and thought that's great, I was going to the first one looks great. Yeah, the first one looked great too. I I thought I was going to have problems running it. I think my my graphics card finally is showing some age, but um no, it still still works great, which is awesome. It's optimized really well. So, you're running on high? Yeah, I'm going to pump it up too and see if it if I can do it even higher, but yeah. I'm trying to think. I I didn't really encounter anything new yet. Oh, I got the new melee we- weapon, which is a hatchet. And oh, good! I can imagine that some, uh, that goes well. Some somehow you chop off people's legs with the hatchet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you I mean, know, in, in in one quick motion. You'd have to be swinging it at like three hundred miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's, yeah. The, you know, he's in the wheelchair, so that's probably the prime place to start swinging. Well, well, no. Now, now I am out of the wheelchair. Oh, so you've managed to escape the wheelchair. I had, I have left. I have regained my mobility because also not a spoiler they showed it off you get that suit from the first game yeah um very you get that very quickly pretty much that's like the second chapter and so now i'm not in a wheelchair and i maybe maybe that's why i can chop people's legs off with a hatchet because i'm wearing this weird ancient power suit in 1960 whatever year it is (laughs) the the setting of that game is so insane like how futuristic it is but it's like 1962 or something. Hey, who knows, though? If those crazy bastards won and took over, you never know what they would have done. And had any of their really, really fucked up experiments that's, actually worked. That's what I'm saying. You never know. Yeah. It's like <clears throat> the man in the high castle. Yes. Um, yes. So d- it makes you choose something right at the beginning of that game, right? Who you saved in the first game? It it uh it asks you again just so it has some sort of um connection to to the first game so yeah you you just have to pick again you can change it obviously if you want so well yeah. I, I heard it like it does really affect your play through the game like story, I have no idea I haven't heard that it, I mean story beat wise I mean it did in the first game yeah pretty much yep yeah so you, so, you can kind of have two different run throughs depending on who you pick right at the beginning it's it's cool you can have that through line yeah cool one thing i'll mention actually i have died a lot what, on normal you're playing on normal yeah hmm. you yeah i've died easy. i've died quite a bit no i'm not gonna do that i mean shooters 
like shooters like this like doom and stuff i'm totally down for difficulty for whatever reason it's the one exception i'll make they're so I fast actually, yeah and and i actually thought about bumping it up to hard but i'm kind of glad i didn't because i i really have died a lot like there's been situations where it's kind of hard to see health and stuff like because you have to pick it up manually so that that is one thing i kind of forgot about the first game is all the manual pickup stuff you have to do yeah you they did fix that in this one where you can just walk over ammo and armor and it'll automatically pick that up which is awesome but yeah like the health i've the health packets have been really really tiny and i've missed a lot of them and i'm not like looking for them so that maybe that's why i'm having trouble because i'm not like scouring too much but yeah it's awesome feels great guns feel great if you have not played wolfenstein the new order go back and play that because it is fantastic and this this is shaping up to be a fantastic follow-up to it and hopefully it'll sell enough which i'm anticipating it will that the third game will actually come out because it's supposed to be a trilogy something i heard Yeah. yeah it is supposed to be a trilogy but I never thought about this. Do you guys remember when Bethesda was not giving out review copies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they did this time. But they did. Yeah. But wait. Do you do you think part of the reason some of their other games that they published, like Prey and Dishonored 2 and stuff, do you think those didn't sell well because reviewers couldn't get reviews up in time? Eh, I don't know. That's a That's a hard question to answer without knowing really. But it's interesting, though, yeah, right? I didn't because even consider that they walked that back very quietly, like nobody, That's nobody, true. nobody brought it up until I just recently heard it. I can't remember. I would give them a shout out, but I can't remember. Like, yeah, the embargoes were up like Thursday, I think. Wolfenstein reviews were up. People had the game well in advance. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, I hope it sells too because I would love a third game. I I am so excited about this this studio, Machine Games. Like, I really want to see what they do like way down the road because they do have something special i think yeah, going absolutely. on yeah yeah so mario wolfenstein yeah creed came out assassin's creed origins did not did not get that probably gonna wait on it a little bit uh i have it i was gonna start it eventually but now that really I'm, now that i'm getting a switch i think i'm just gonna probably put it on the on the list of games to play at some point i didn't realize you got it already yeah i pre-ordered it forever ago and i could have canceled it but i i just i have it whatever yeah so i'm definitely interested and it sounds like it's totally competent yeah uh yeah it all it also sounds like it's just another creed game like even though they made a couple changes to like the combat and the loot stuff and whatnot it's, it's not a, it's not enough to change it yeah yeah I, the, yeah the thing i keep seeing the most though is a lot of people are really into the setting which you know that's i mean that's a good thing because that's oh that's one of that's the like the only reason those games it's the only reason i play them yeah. for the most part yeah yeah it looks beautiful mm-hmm. i heard there were technical issues though well on, every uh, console every creed has technical issues but i heard they weren't it as sound- bad as the other ones <laughs> i was gonna say it sounds like on the level of unity but nobody's giving it as much shit this time i've heard the opposite i've heard it's not near as bad as unity oh okay oh okay I don't know. Yeah, uh, for listeners, be sure to go back like a hundred some episodes. <laughs> Look at our. That was like image. right when we started. Oh yeah, my that, god, that Th- came those out were so funny. That came out like I think on our like third or fourth episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, big, uh, big games. I don't think. Uh, I think 
it, it I don't want to say it slows down a lot, but this release day has been the biggest for this season. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of hype for it for sure. Like and we I still know got we still got Battlefront, we still got Call of Duty. Um, yeah, Call of Duty is a game I completely forgot existed yeah. and is coming out this year. I, I have it, uh, have it pre-ordered and downloaded. I'm actually looking forward to. Really? It. Are you serious? Yep. yep. Oh, interesting. Yep. I, I did, that I is just, interesting. I need a little. I need a good, competent first-person shooter. I love that they're Wolfenstein. Uh, Wolfenstein, too. Wolfenstein. <laughs> to play online, you bastard. I'm gonna play Wolfenstein. Calm down. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want another shooter to be able to play online. Hopefully. Uh, split some time <laughs> away from league so yeah <clears throat> when does cod come out november 3rd i think oh so it's next week oh and that's another weekend release interesting um yeah and more games need to do that the horizon dlc comes out in a week and a half which is cool. yeah it's exciting there's definitely still stuff coming out okami comes out in december if you consider yeah. that a big release i don't know no, not really, no. but I hope people play that again, because it's, it's fantastic. Or play it for the first time, which is what I or, need to do. Or the first time, yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I really wanted to get more time with Wolfenstein, I just didn't have time yet, um, between yesterday and today. So, uh, I wanted to talk about something else. I mean, Stranger Things 2 came out. Season 2. Oh, yes, <laughs> we, we do. I'll, I'll definitely be watching that. I have a quick launching off point. From that, okay, Josh, you played the mobile game. We might as well oh, talk about yeah, it. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, this will make Kevin very happy. Yeah, I mean, we might as well because I, you, we, you and I haven't really talked too much about it. I just knew you played a little. No, bit. No, I mean it's it's cool what it's doing. It's definitely that old school style art and like the the whole top down thing. It's just it's kind of boring. I got three hours into it and like you'll you'll go to one area to get. What the, it starts off as you're playing as the cop, and essentially you're just going to find all the kids, and like you'll eventually find all the kids, whatever. But okay. but like, it'll tell you this kid's here, so you travel to one corner of the map, and that corner's blocked off. So it's be like, all right, go to this other corner of the map to get something to get in back to this corner of the map. So it's just constant back and forth, and the combat's very simple. You literally just tap on an enemy, and depending on what character you're using, you go up and hit them, or you throw a rock at them, or something. Yeah, see, I thought it was turn-based, no, just no, without active. knowing anything. Yeah. yeah, so and it's like it's kind of laughable to me too, because like you got these army people running around the city, and I'm just this little girl with a baseball bat, and well, I run the up show's and I, and I laughable. Yeah, in like, that yeah, the show <laughs> the show's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah it, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a cool little thing, and like it's nice that it's free and it's out there. It's just I I I got bored with it after a little while. I was surprised you of all people checked it out yeah like i mean yeah give it a chance um yeah yeah there's not really much else to say because i didn't really get too much further yeah i mean three hours i just thought it until i decided to stop yeah yeah i'm i'm looking forward to watching the new season i have no idea when i will i have no idea when i will idea now, some people say the word idea like that, by the way. That's Crazy. interesting to me because, and I'm not giving you guys shit, but like you two really hyped that show up and neither of you are like freaking out about this season. I don't freak out about any TV. I really you don't. did about that show though. No, I mean, and like whenever a new one comes, comes out, like I don't, oh my God, the new season starts except curb, <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, that's important. Yeah, it is. I seriously like TV does not influence or run my life at all i just yeah it doesn't i guess 
I guess I just meant for how much, like, I don't know. I've kind I, of fallen I've off said, the TV route of things. Like, I don't watch a lot of TV shows anymore. Um, I don't either. <laughs> but, like, targeted specific things. Yeah. This one, this one was, like... Oh my god, you have to abs- you have to watch this. It's one of the best things ever. That's all anybody told me. Yeah. And like it was good. I liked it. I, I, I watched I can it say one this, day. Nick, I I feel like I loved it more back then and then in hindsight I'm like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was very good. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't even know what to I I kind of was hoping there wouldn't be another season. You know? I know like one of those I, I thought it was totally weird. be a standalone thing. Yeah, I thought it was weird they were doing that anyway, but I'm going to watch it. We'll see what it is. I haven't heard any opinions of it yet. I figured people would have been blowing through it all day yesterday and being like, it's the best thing ever again. Yeah. So <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I've, I don't know. I've been on a big anime kick for the past couple of, like, I don't want to say a couple of years now that I don't really watch. If I'm watching TV, it's some sort of anime. Yeah. So, other than Vice Principles, which I started the other night. Yes, I want to shout that out real quick. I watched fucking, an episode with Tommy. Fucking watch Vice Principles. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's great. That, that first show is hysterical. really good. Mm-hmm. That show is so good. It's like not. It's not even just a great comedy. It's a good story, like with really good characters. It's awesome. HBO and show. It's an HBO show. It's the it's Danny McBride and Walton Goggins, and it's the people behind eastbound and down and stuff like and that. And that definitely shows through. <laughs> it's in a and, good way. And it's and it's only two seasons. The second season is airing right now and after that it's done, like which is really cool to know. And it's just fucking excellent. Like I I really hate how I never hear about that show. Like I feel like nobody pays attention to it. Yeah, but did you like when Eastbound was airing? No one really talked about Eastbound. It had a, it had a, Everybody I everybody I had, knew watched Eastbound. It had a small following of people that you knew, but like I don't That's know. It. Maybe maybe you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I, but but even no, none of we don't know anybody watching Vice Principals. Me and you watch that show. Yeah. Like it like and that's it. You know. It just feels like it went under the radar, and I want everybody to watch it because it's it's good. Like it's dark as shit too. Uh, like, I'm even I I'd even be willing to say I kind of like it more than Eastbound. Like parts of it no. at least. Parts of it no. I like more than Eastbound. No way. I like <laughs> that. Now. I like I like the darkness of vice principles as compared to eastbound eastbound was also just not as apparent like vice principles are they're just seriously bad people and like the decisions that they make and walt walton goggins character is especially is fucked up (laughs) and he he does he does a really good job too like he's hilarious i i think he's probably the reason i like that show more than danny mcbride like danny mcbride's still funny but it's definitely walton it's, just, I think. it's, it's his character it's just so ridiculous and he portrays it so well yes that it's almost believable I, totally i totally. i need i need to see it especially for that reason because it's gonna be very hard in my head he's typecast as chris mannix from hateful eight and that's like all i can see him as now I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah, that's like the first <laughs> well, time I've seen him. I've seen it a hundred times, so. He was yeah. he was in He's... the um that random I think he was in the Predators movie. Really? I, I think so. He I'm played uh he played a boy, I'm afraid to pick a word to say, but he played a woman in Sons of Anarchy, which was hilarious. Huh. I forgot that was a show. <laughs> 
in in yeah. oh sins of anarchy I got you. yeah uh yeah but like alex seriously keep watching that show it's it's awesome okay. yeah I, I, think, I liked what i saw i think maybe the second or third episode of that first season is really bad it's the field whenever you get to the field trip episode it's yeah not they, good they go on a they go on a field trip and it's like actually bad but don't don't let that stop you cool <laughs> Cool, cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember watching that episode and being like, "This is." I we both if... we both were like, "Oh man, I don't know if we should watch this." Yeah, 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 yeah. that was unfortunate. Yeah, it's just one episode though. It's, it gets right back to being good. Video but, games. Um, yeah, no, I, I thought like I, I, it's a big release day, but like I didn't hey, get enough time to talk about things. Fortnite had hey. a pretty cool update for Battle Royale. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So just I, I didn't even know that I, I knew they had an update to the normal game, but I didn't know it. it coincided with a battle royale update um they're laying out the groundwork for customization options for your character um it, it has leaderboards already in there now it has personal stats in there now um it cool. has daily challenges for like xp and like you level up and oh. you unlock things when you level up um it looks like the first unlock it doesn't say what it is it shows a little picture but it looks like it's m- like a music change for the bus when you're flying which is interesting that's silly yeah. A couple of the yeah. customer customization options that they show is like your actual character himself or herself, like the skin you choose for your character. Um, yeah. Your umbrella or your parachute looks like they they have a couple different things. Um, your pickaxe or is a thing you can change. So wait, not your clothes. As of now, it looks like it's just one option for like a skeleton outfit. skin. Yeah, for like an actual outfit. Okay. Um, and you can you can buy all this stuff with real money. Uh. But you know that's of course. yeah that's the thing now. <laughs> of course. So, but it's nice to see this is finally in there and just seeing yourself level up while you play that small little addition makes it more intriguing for me. Yeah, it makes the that replay little, value yeah. um, better. I it added that little drip feed of progress. It yeah, added a couple of... new items like there's a new shield they added. Um, because of the Halloween event going on right now, I got a pumpkin rocket launcher this morning it's so good it shoots laughing pumpkins out yeah it's amazing that's pretty good um they changed some coloring options for the items like shields are rare items now when they were common before um i think they did some things oh. with with audio cut with audio cues like there are things i'm hearing in the game now that i don't ever remember hearing before like when you're in like uh the barn oh, there's area, an example you can hear like a tractor running if you're next to a tractor like i just don't remember <laughs> that being before but oh it, it, and there's a new noise whenever you jump on tires too. Yeah, exactly. I think they add, yeah. I think they changed some audio cues. Uh, if you're outside, if you're in the storm now, it's actually fucking scary as hell. It's an actual storm now, and it gets like all That's dark cool. and like uh, you're getting shocked by electricity and yeah, it sounds like it's raining. It's cool. <clears throat> That's cool. Yeah. So it's everything they've done is it's been a nice little addition so far. And we we had that a pretty great. We had a pretty harrowing experience. So, um, for the listeners, uh, one of my lifelong friends, and he's been on the podcast before. He was going to be with us this week. He'll be on sometime in the future, no doubt. But uh, he moved in uh, with me, moved to Atlanta here, and he loves Fortnite. I actually watch him play a lot because I sometimes I, I get too impatient for that game, and I just get the, act- the actual game or still Battle Royale? Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Battle Royale, obviously. Okay. Yeah, and, just clarifying. Yeah, yeah, good call. <clears throat> but we had an, there was an amazing game I was watching him play the other night where he and his teammate they were doing duos and they were you know they waited too long to run to the circle and his teammate was gonna make it safely because he was ahead of him 
And he ran all the way. He was running through the storm. Like you said, Simon, it's real like scary now and all that. And um, he got downed and was crawling toward the line. And he could see the end of the storm while he was downed and crawling. And, of course, his teammate couldn't get him because he just would have died too. And he crawled right. all the way up to the line. He crossed over but still died. And it was one of those things where there is um, no way you could be you could ever cut it closer. It was the closest thing I've ever seen. It was just it was heartbreaking. But I know yeah. exactly what you mean, Josh, but like it's it's like nerve wracking now whenever you're stuck in it. That's awesome. Yeah. Really good experience. Yeah. That game is really fun to play. Yep. Like I, I hadn't played it in a while and Josh and I played for a while last last weekend. Yeah. And because I just haven't had time and like it's it's great. It's so nice. It's so nice that it's on consoles. Like that it's just easier to play with you guys or anybody and like I think it's going to be a thing. Like their player count that they've been talking about just continues to be pretty high. Like they said what like 10 million have now played it. Yeah. Wow. That's fucking crazy. Uh, like really that's is. crazy. The conversation we had the other day about what if <laughs> What if Metal Gear Survive implemented this? Yes. Peaked my hey, interest that's news, because right? that could be cool if that was a yeah, thing. I know. That would be really cool. So Metal Gear Survive, which uh, I I said I didn't know if it was ever coming out, suddenly has a release date of uh, February. That wow, game that is, is the... Yeah. That game is the stupid spinoff of Metal Gear of you fight weird crystal head zombie things, and it's a f- loot-based microtransaction heavy horde mode piece of shit it looks like <laughs> but it's a perfect game that somebody they should put a battle royale mode into <laughs> yep because it would be so cool to play the fox engine in that kind of mode yeah because it would it would be fucking perfect yeah, like, because, like especially like sprinting sprinting around and dude of, yeah it's, i'm just the third the third person action in that engine is perfect is top notch. Yes, like, it is top and, notch. One of the that's legendary the biggest... items you could find would be like a cardboard box that you could just hide in a corner somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it. That would be fucking perfect. And and I don't think it's gonna happen. Like we're just dreaming at this point. But man, that would be cool because that's the biggest problem still. I think with Battlegrounds and Fortnite is it plays fine, but it's not. It doesn't feel very great. Like it's just serviceable. Yeah. So if it if it had the Fox engines like movement and shooting and taking cover and all that stuff, like holy shit. I agree. That would be awesome. Speaking of battlegrounds, um, mantling just got added to the test servers. Yeah, it's finally coming. And also, speaking of staying outside the circle, I believe they finally made it really punishing for battlegrounds. Yeah, it's because apparently the people battlegrounds would, people community would right hang now out. is. Like all that, all these that game is doing really really well, but yeah, the, I guess the community and just some uh, background things with network issues and cheating, like it's real, it's in a really bad state right now. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of Chinese players, I think, are hacking it. Giant Bomb talked about this this week on their on their ep- their podcast, um, th- about how crazy it has gotten, where. They're just using a whole bunch of aim bots and and cheat cheat engine stuff where they're just getting like forty kills per game or something. And guess why they're doing this? It's not just to win. Uh, I don't know. It's to farm credits for and selling. unlock loot. 
Okay. Unlock loot crates and sell. Wow. Yes. That's obvious. Yep. Should have figured that out. Yep. That's pretty so, nice. So, yeah, they're they're trying to... They're out there shutting accounts down that are doing it, but it's still apparently pretty rampant. I, I haven't played in a while. Giant Bomb was talking about how if you're a low-level player, you're not really going to encounter it because I did not realize that game does matchmake you based on your your stats. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, Holy it, crap. It, it, it does it based on your position on the leaderboard. So it doesn't outright show you a level that you have, but if you're There's somebody behind with the a, scenes. Yeah, if you're somebody with a low-level kill death, they're going to put you in the same game with all those people. So, yeah. But I've been meaning to get back to that game. I've actually been really, like, hankering to play it. Uh, I want to see how it works now that the zone is more punishing because even at the low level, people would just hang out outside of the zone and then run in. And it was actually pretty forgiving up until the very end where it would kill you really quick. But that pissed me off because that's a shitty way to play that game. Like that's, that's kind of just exploiting that system where if you happen to have a whole bunch of healing items, you can just not really play and just wait and run in at the end. Like that's dumb and not fun. Like I like, I like the idea of you actually staying in that zone through the whole game and using the strategy of keeping the electric fence to your back. And whenever people are just hanging out outside of the zone, that kind of just destroys that and takes away any actual real strategy to the game, you know? You could look at that as a strategy itself, I guess, but I think it's bullshit. And if you do that, you're lame. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it so, here. Yeah. yeah. But you can't do it anymore, apparently. So that's awesome. But, yeah. Video games. That's a... Uh... I think those are the only video games right now. They are. That is the only video games right now. Alex, you played something. I don't yes, know if I did. you want to mention it. <clears throat> I do want to talk about it real quick. Um, I'm curious so, what you thought, yeah. Yeah, Gone Home was free, as we talked about, I think, last month. And I, I played it over the past week. And Nick, you played it. Did you play it, Josh? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, long, I was in Minnesota when I played that. That was a long time ago. That I think you time. played it on my Steam account. I did. Yeah, oh, I did. nice. Yeah. So, real quick before I say anything, I don't remember what were you guys's official. This is so long ago. What? Were oh, I things? loved it. You yeah, it loved great. it. Yeah. Do you think it is deserving of the praise, like the insanely high praise that it got? No. Okay. So that's where I'm going with this. It's another thing. Um, good lord, what's that game with the the girl with the mental illness and she goes to hell and every Hellblade. 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 So we talked about how Nick, especially you and I, more so than Josh, thought that it, it, it's great what they're doing, you know, bringing that topic to light and everything, and it's something that we need to talk about and all that. That's fine. But it got rated too critically well. They gave that too much credit, and they weren't critical enough of the game itself. Right. So we talked about that. That's sort of how I come down on Gone Home. So for anybody who's not yeah. familiar with it, it's basically... Uh, it's like the story of a of a of a gay girl who has you know Spo she be spoiler, not really, no? Josh. You figure you figure that out pretty quick. Okay, I, wasn't I, sure I, I think remember. so too. Uh, actually, I don't know. I feel bad now, but I thought that was really early on too. I yeah, thought I, I mean, thought that was like kind of the ending thing that you were leading up to. 
Hey, I don't think so. We could do a spoiler bing if you want to, Nick, before that. Let's do it because there's no reason to talk about this game Perfect. otherwise anymore. Perfect. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so the, the bottom line is I think it's one of those things where people were like, oh, you know, and I'm not ta- I'm not criticizing in, uh, the actual topic itself. It's just like I want to critique the game, not yeah. just like a hot cultural topic because the game itself is nothing. The one thing. Well, that, yeah, it's my the one thing I loved is... about it. Man- let let Alex make his yeah, argument sorry. first, Josh, because I have a follow up argument as well. Okay. Manipulating stuff was incredible. I right. I had so much fun with that. Like Tommy and I were just playing it, and just we just kept laughing because we were doing stupid shit, you know, throwing stuff around. And I I couldn't believe how good the physics were. And that yep. game's a couple years old. It was. I re- think they're. Yeah, it was Keep really going, impressive. Sorry. No, it's all right. I just I I did like exploring the house and everything. It was. I don't like how slow you walk. Like, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you know that you have to go all the way to the other corner of the house, I'm like, I don't want to do that. You know, so I'm not saying it was bad. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I played it. I don't think yeah. it's deserving of the insanely high 9.5 out of 10 ratings that I saw, like on IGN and 86 on Metacritic. OK, that's all. So, yeah, there's there's a couple topics here. Mm-hmm. It's a time and place thing. That game came out, uh, twenty fourteen or older. Yeah, and I'm trying to I'm trying to think on how to. I I almost want to call it like a second wave of the indie boom or something, like uh huh twenty thirteen where where there were a lot of indie games that came out that were really good again. You know, like there there was the whole Xbox Live Arcade thing with Meat Boy and Braid and castle crashers and all that stuff and that was like what really kicked it back into like hey smaller teams can make really good games but um the whole gone home thing this was a big topic back then alex when it came out it got all these reviews that were like super high and people were like there's nothing here like this there this is a one hour maybe two hour max experience yeah where you're barely everything where you're barely doing anything like and it it was the whole what is a video game conversation yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, it got rated really high. It probably was because of social issues for the most part. And whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's an and that's old, it. dead, I'm not mad. tired topic. I'm not, I did yeah. not enjoy it. It was just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, to follow up on that, I do think it is a really interesting thing that nothing like it really was around at the time dear esther originally came out around that time i think but dear esther was also just a straight up linear walk through this thing and get story gone home had an actual has an actual like very well thought out single level that is packed with detail and you discover the story on your own yeah, and see, so, the other thing that's cool is about the story, I, I looked it up afterward, and we saw everything that we needed to see. However, it's kind of interesting. If you miss certain things, you can completely misinterpret what happened. Yes. Like, yes. like there's basically that last thing, if you did not find all the proper journal entries, it looks like she's killing herself. Right. So, and I'm saying this now because we already talked about the spoiler thing. Right. But, um, yeah, like, it, but if you have the whole context, it's just like she's saying, hey, I got to go on my own and do my own thing and follow my heart. It's like, you know, she's yeah. not killing herself. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, 
I think everybody jumped on the whole, oh, it's about lesbians and that's not about it. That's not in video games and that's why it's worth a lot of praise. A lot of people jumped on reviewers for that, which I don't know that anybody outright said that in a review. Mm -hmm. Like maybe one review was like, this is why I love this game. Yeah. So I thought that was a little unfair. Like, sure, that's a thing. It's fucking, it was 2014. It's been a thing forever. Get over it. Like, it's a, it's cool. Like, it was unique. Yeah. That isn't ever really talked about. But I do think it is a competent game. Yeah, I actually. do too. It's, like, it's and, somebody who says that's not a game. Yet, yes, it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's my, that's my thing is like, I don't want to, I don't want to go down that road of like saying, oh, it's a walking simulator. Like, no, the actual way that you discover things in that game and how you piece together the story by seeking stuff out on your own is fascinating. Yeah. Like, it was done so well. That house felt very lived in. Those characters felt so real with just reading things. Like, and that's what that I think that game is worth the praise it got, but also not worth the praise it got. I can't really explain that but it made an impact on me and i think yeah. it was because the the time that it takes place in in the 90s like very appropriate for us oh definitely uh, we we grew up before the internet we had vhs tapes we had cassette tapes like it felt really i, I don't know like uh personal in a way like yeah. They they knew what they were doing. the vi The vision for that game was like they knew laser their audience. Focused. Yeah, yeah, really well. And and it and, and like that's why it is really good. Like it's still worth playing, even if you're listening to this and you have not played it. It's worth experiencing because I don't know. Like it's such a short thing. The gameplay is so basic, but we aren't really talking about why. Like you, we're not spoiling what the actual experience is of like wandering around and just going through drawers and learning about this kind of fucked up family you know like something some bad shit was going on in this family and of course everybody is off doing their own thing and like you learn and, and a lot also, about them we, there's one thing we didn't mention it is a puzzle game too there are yeah, some yeah, like little it's like an adventure game. hidden things yeah it's an adventure game yeah it's basically an, an adventure, adventure game. Puzzle game. <laughs> and, and yeah and I don't know, like, and and the way that the uh, the way that it comes off as like a horror game, unintentionally, unintentionally was like they didn't mean to do that. Yeah, in, they try and hearing, get you with like little thunder claps. Like once it's in a while, yeah, like the sto like it's stormy, it's dark. You're in the house by yourself. You don't know where everybody is. You're getting this idea that maybe your sister killed herself, and then also they're thinking the house was haunted, and like there's all this stuff, and it's not that. And that's what's awesome. Like, it does such a good job of all of these things. Like, I don't know. Which is why I, I'd be willing it's to say it's worth the praise. Yeah. It's worth the praise. Like, the, the only... I, I think when I when I said that earlier is I'm, I I think it's a little overhyped. Now, I do agree... In a way, that but... That time and place doesn't factor into it. And, and again, yeah, I, I kind of got off that point. If you had played this right when it came out, there was nothing like it at all. Now, there are a ton of games like this. But I don't think they're as good. Like their their follow their follow up game, the same studio, Fulbright Tacoma, which I really liked. I played that this year. Tacoma's good. It's not as good as Gone Home. Like they they tried to kind of do the same thing again, and they added in this new twist. But it's not the lightning in a bottle that Gone Home was. So I don't. I mean, Firewatch was really good too. I still think I like Gone Home better. 
I'm quite excited for you to play Edith Finch. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to be playing that soon. I'm going to grab it. It's on sale right now. That's my favorite type of those games. There are th- Really? Yeah, absolutely. hands down. Um, and I, it's probably more so because there are actual more gameplay elements to it. Like, uh, okay. I think I mentioned it whenever I, I did play it, that each specific, I guess, quote-unquote, episode that you play throughout that game has some sort of yeah. unique gameplay feel to it, which is yeah. what really did it for me. So... Yeah, I'm very excited to play that. That's That'll, a great game. I'll probably, I'll probably play that by next episode. Another one of those little short, you could probably take it down in a sitting. I mean, it's a little longer yeah. than Gone Homer. It's probably yeah. a little shorter than Firewatch, I'd say. Yeah, Gone Home, I think, is a fantastic thing. Like <laughs> Thing. It just, it just, it's interesting hearing somebody play it years later. Yep. And not thinking, like, and liking I also, it. And I, no surprise, I knew nothing about it. You know what I mean? So it was totally unbiased. Yeah. Which is impressive. Yeah. You know, because of how talked about yeah. and how and big I, it was. I, yeah. I looked at the ratings after I played it. So I yeah. seriously, the only thing I knew is what you talked about, which was so long ago that I totally forgot everything. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know, I just really like, obviously, I don't identify with. Was her name Sam? Um, there was a Sam, a Katie, and I can't remember Lonnie. her sisters, the sisters. Yeah, I think name, it was Sam. But I think it was Sam. But, like, thinking back when I was in high school and and how how you felt in high school with relationships oh, yeah. and trying to build a personality and figuring out things that you like and don't like and whatever. Yeah, it's, like, it's that, not just, like, like, gay people only can relate to Yeah, this. no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Anybody like, can. That, <laughs> it has, that, that kind of isn't important, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it is, but it isn't. Like, that's not the reason that game was so good it was because you could commiserate with this girl trying to figure out what she was and what she felt like in high school Mm -hmm. you know like that's what i think was so great about that game and it was done so well where again i don't i don't know that anything has really hit that Uh, life in that style of game life is strange did it pretty well i wouldn't compare those would you compare those only in terms of I meant the ti- I meant the style of game, not not like the uh, um the season two maybe because season two doesn't have any of that time stuff. I think that's strictly like a just like walking around talking to people thing. But right, you're t- I yeah okay. I guess they they can be compared. You're right. Yeah, because I was gonna say in Firewatch you don't do that, but you do. The conversation stuff in Firewatch is very important actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Firewatch is great too, Alex. I would really recommend playing that. I I definitely haven't written that off. Definitely not. Oh man, the the opening of that game really got me. Yeah, me too. It made me cry. Like the first, the first like three minutes. Yeah, it's rough. That's a very rough opening to that game. Yeah, that's a very, very somber experience. It's like not happy at all. (laughs) Which is good. I like that. Yeah, I like how it ended too. Yeah, and I like how it, it points you in directions that you think it's going, where it's absolutely not going. It kind of does the same thing as gone home where it's like oh this stuff's happening but it actually isn't it didn't nail it as well i don't think but yeah still great first person adventure story driven games i want to avoid the walking simulator thing (laughs) good call yeah there are only a handful of actual walking simulators i can think of dear esther is a walking simulator that's the one off top of my head Yeah. yeah and i think um i think their other game uh 
everybody's gone to the rapture. I believe that one is very just go here, uh, listen to this thing, go here, listen to this thing. The, was it the disappearance of Ethan Carter? I think that's more of an adventure game. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I think you have to like solve puzzles and stuff. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. I didn't play that one either. Vanishing of Ethan Carter that's is it. what it is. Yep. Yeah. Dear Esther was good though. I like that game a lot. Dear Esther's a good story. Yeah, I mean it, but it is legitimately just walk around. I, I played that game because of how pretty it looked <laughs> at the time. I play I played Dear Esther around the time of Gone Home. I only played that, that. I think I played that last year. Yeah, because it just came to consoles recently. Yeah. That studio is in trouble. Oh. The, the Chinese the Chinese room. I, we didn't really talk about it because it's such a small specific thing, but they um recently announced they shut they they canceled a project they were working on or put it on hiatus. Fi- uh, lay- laid off most of the team and um, are kind of in limbo right now apparently they they couldn't find they couldn't find anybody to help them fund their next thing and they just couldn't keep working on it they were just throwing away money I guess so it's a little disappointing uh, yes but speaking of games that got shut down not a big one but uh digital extremes game their newer game uh, it was like the first person shooter with cards in it. That they showed recent at like last E3. Oh, so not not the gearbox, not the one. gearbox one, the digital extremes one. Who's the team behind Warframe? And I'm forgetting the name of it, and it's right pissing me off. But uh, I don't remember the name either. But that's really funny. They, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, they uh they said as just due, as... due to their alpha numbers and just not people not really getting into it, they just canceled it. Yeah, they said nope, not gonna do it. Yeah. And also, they were immediately going up against somebody else like Gearbox. Yeah, doing exactly. One, which sounds very similar. Yeah, I, uh, I guess real quick, there there has been some more follow up stuff on the Visceral um, closing. Amazing Eternals was the name of that game. Amazing Eternal. Wow, I never would Amazing have remembered Eternals. that. Yeah. Uh, last week. Last week. We talked about EA sh- sh- closing Visceral, and everybody was jumping to the conclusion: well, they don't want to make a single player game. Us included. More info has come out about that uh, at Kotaku. Jason Schreier, one of the few still investigative journalists in video games, does a lot of really good work. Uh, I guess it was a mess. The game was just a mess, is what it sounds like, and they didn't want to spend any more money on it. So, I think there's. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's is, that, is that trustworthy? Or there's yeah. probably well, that the sources. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's the one who, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but he's the one who did all the digging into Mass Effect Andromeda oh, and found yeah, we out did why talk that game that was fucked up. He did a lot of digging into the original Destiny and why Destiny was fucked up. So I think he has trustworthy, trustworthy sources. Sure. He's been doing this a long time. Sure. Um, and, and apparently that is his forte sources info, is that this game has been kicked around a long time. It wasn't even a Star Wars game. They were trying to convert a Assassin's Creed-like game, I think is what the article said or something. They were trying to convert that into a Star Wars title, and it just sounded like it was not working. So, I don't know. Who knows if we'll learn more or if we'll find out what Amy Hennig has to say about it, but yeah. Just that story just gets murkier and murkier. And one of the things that they talked about was trying to get the Frostbite engine to work, which, hey, maybe they should abandon the Frostbite engine. <laughs> it was it was cool for Battlefield. <laughs> it it apparently only works really well for Battlefield and probably Battlefront. But, 
that was the big re that was one of the reasons Mass Effect Andromeda was so fucked up was they were trying to get things to work in that. So that should be a sign that maybe stop trying to force all these different t- types of games into that engine. I don't know. What do I know? Nothing. But you, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if anything else comes out of that. But yeah, rip, rip visceral still. <laughs> rip them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess winding down, I wanted to mention two things. You can play original Xbox games on Xbox One now, which is pretty cool. They mentioned that at E3. I don't. Recall. I can't remember. Can't remember when it was announced. Now it's not any. Yeah. Ex- it's only there's only ten of them right now. It's certain titles, yeah, and that's. I mean, that's to be expected, yeah. you know. But but that's because you can buy them digitally. Also, you don't have to have the disc, which is really cool. And I'm going to buy Ninja Gaiden Black because I want to play that game at a better resolution in widescreen, and I just want to play it again. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get that. It's only ten dollars. I think they all might be ten dollars. So wait, did they I say? Didn't really look. Did they say these games are running better on Xbox? Period. I thought it was just on the Xbox One X they run better. No, Xbox One. It's, it's yeah, flat they out get a Xbox boot. One. Okay. Yeah, because think about it. Um, Red Dead Redemption was one of the f- one of the first ones for 360 backwards compatibility that people noticed was performing better on Xbox One. So this is basically the same sure. thing, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think probably just inherent in them getting it up to speed to work on the one probably they were able to make things run better is my guess i don't know but uh yeah if you have never played ninja gaiden and you happen to like the dark souls games they're not similar but they're similar and you should play it because it's fucking awesome the original ninja gaiden is still one of my all-time favorite games for sure so each game is ten dollars yeah. except for red faction 2 which is 15 <laughs> that's weird that's weird <laughs> that is really weird i think you can play crimson skies crimson skies was a really cool unique thing i played the hell out of that online way back when uh on on original xbox that came funny free to think with about some subscriptions i remember yeah that was one of the that was when live that was just Mech getting Assault. started that yep that mecha salt yep think about it you got a game for getting live how crazy yeah and they were cool games. Yeah, they were good. Crimson Skies was really fun online, and Mech Assault was fucking awesome online. I played the hell out of that and two online back then. Man, good times. Uh, hate to pop your bubble, Nick, but it looks like Ninja Gaiden Black may only run widescreen on the One X. Are you kidding me? If you're planning on picking up the Xbox One X, expect 16 times Poor the Nick. pixel count. Most games still reuse 4.3, but at least Ninja Gaiden Black will run 16.9. Oh no, that sucks. See, I, I knew Xbox One X played into this somehow. No, no, I'm confused because Giant Bomb streamed this out this week and they were not playing on an well, X. Well, maybe, as maybe far I'm as I reading understood. it wrong then because, uh, I mean, according to this Digital Trends article, it's saying the only difference is it's an up-res to 480i or 1080p for regular Xbox One. Oh man, I'm disappointed. I mean, I know they played other games and they were still in 4.3, but Ninja Gaiden was definitely widescreen. And, and maybe, so. it's, maybe it was just word weird, so look into that okay i'm still gonna buy it anyway because uh it's easier to just play on my xbox one than on my fucking old xbox and uh i never released any of that let's play that i started so maybe i'll actually do you have the physical game yeah you know you can still have the you can pop it in it'll still work i have the original copy i don't have ninja gaiden black Ah. black was a uh like definitive edition gotcha so i don't know if that would work maybe i should try but uh i 
there's no way that no, would work. I don't think that would work. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they'd be different licenses and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, so that's cool. OG Xbox games. Very random. But, hey, it's really, that's one of the coolest things that Xbox is doing. And they're doing it well. And they deserve praise for it, I think. As, as you, specific of an audience they're aiming for with that stuff. It's still cool. And uh, last thing. A very weird news piece. The Switch can use the GameCube controller adapter now. You know the and funniest thing about this announcement to me? What? It wasn't an announcement. They hid, I know. They hid this in the software upgrade that people just yeah. found out on their own. But that's probably because there's some announcement coming that they were probably hoping to just sneak by people and then they'll be like, hey, Smash Brothers is out. Hey, the GameCube adapter works too. Uh, knock yourselves out. So this means one of two things or two things, hopefully. Smash is finally coming to the Switch in some form, whether it be the GameCube Melee version digitally, whether it be Smash Wii U Definitive Edition for the Switch, or new Smash, which I don't expect. I think they'll do the definitive definitive thing that they did like with Mario Kart. And this could also mean, hopefully, GameCube digital games are coming. Because I might be crazy. I swear they announced this way, way, way forever ago that they planned on doing that with the Switch. And just like everything else with Virtual Console, we haven't heard anything about it in a while. But hopefully this is part of that too. Because I would really like to get the Metroid Prime games on switch question for you totally if this if this if you knew about this or if it came immediately on the switch would you have bought in the pro controller or just used a gamecube controller and bought the oh i would use a pro controller i am definitely one of the people that does not understand the love for the gamecube controller it's fine it was unique i don't want to use it anymore so if you had the choice over a pro controller or a wave bird you'd still take the pro controller a pro controller. The best thing about the WaveBird was it was a really good wireless controller. It's still a it's still a it, weird yeah. fucking GameCube controller. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing though. It was it was the first to, for me really 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 good reliable one. Yes, wireless mm-hmm. controller. A very impressive piece of technology mm-hmm. from back then. Yeah, yeah. And mine still no, works. I, d- <laughs> I do not understand the desire for GameCube. Like I I kind of don't even understand the desire of Smash Bros Melee anymore. Uh, because I watched a little bit of Evo Melee, and that game, I don't know that it holds up. I haven't played I it play in a long it all time. all the time. I just played it, like, three days ago. I love like, it. Like, it would be fun, and I'd love to play it with people, but Smash Wii U is fantastic. Like, it's really, really good. So, uh, I, I don't know. I don't get why you'd want to play them with the GameCube controller, because the Pro Controller's really good already, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. Knock yourselves out. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's all I got this week. I want to play Wolfenstein. Um, yeah, I'm going to play more. Next week, I think Monday is Paris Games Week. Uh, oh, are there ever announcements out of that? Sony's announcing seven new games. Holy shit. Yeah. Seven. Yep. And they're not saving them for PSX, which is in like a month. Yep, seven all new games. That's weird. So that's something to look forward to. That could mean a lot of things. It could be. It could mean uh, remasters, six remakes. Re- yeah, exactly. And one new game, or seven yeah. remakes. <laughs> yeah, or it could be 
seven indie titles of some sort. It could be indie titles. Yeah. That's where I was going. Yeah. I, regardless, you. seven seven new games that are being shown on Monday. Seven. That'd be cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's awesome. And then I expect so. come come the PlayStation experience, we're gonna see something new with hardware. Something. I kind of think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that's coming sooner than later. Yeah. Um, I I want to mention real quick too. So the Xbox One X comes out in like two weeks. It does, yes. Uh, and from what I've heard, it's like fucking heavy. Not that that really matters, yeah. but like really, really heavy. And I, just I think watched that's funny. giant. I watched giant bombs unboxing today, and uh, that was the first thing there. They were like, "This is heavy as hell." It's <laughs> a, a funny thing to say about a console. And it got. Yeah. I mean, it, is it um, is it bigger than the One S? It's the same size. Same size. Okay. Yeah. Just crammed yeah. a bunch more shit in there. Yep. Honestly, kind of impressive. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, if well, I mean, if yeah. it's a lot heavier. We'll see if they overheat or anything. Come. I'm expecting some overheating problems. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially since but, they don't use the brick anymore, the transformers in the system. That's the th- like. How does this thing work? That that it is so. I'm so. It could confused. end up being cool and impressive, and it still doesn't matter because there still aren't any games for it. It could end up being cool, impressive, functional. Yeah. And there's still nothing to play yep. on. Yep. And I still won't buy one until there is. You can play Ninja Gaiden Black on it. Yeah, that's right. In 16.9. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's an interesting thing you just said, Alex. You won't buy one until there is. What would that be? Halo 6. You'd buy one for Halo 6? even though you if, if if tomorrow Halo 6 came out on the Xbox One X, I'd buy it immediately. I don't, but I don't think I wait, would. Wait, you would get rid of your S? If 6 were developed for the X... Oh, that won't happen. I know. I'm just, I'm just okay. saying. Okay, hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. That's what I meant when I said that. Okay, gotcha. I was like, yeah, that's not. I mean, that's that's not their intent with it. Nope. Anyway, so because because yeah, like thinking of all their all their IPs, Halo would be the only one I'd be interested in. And that's seriously and, all I can think and of. That's either. still <laughs> a push for me getting yeah. for that. Huh. I'm saying I won't get that game, and I probably will because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm so mad I have five, but we, we've you're, talked you're about mad Halo enough. You own it. I am. I should have taken it back. Hey, like th- there was no reason to keep. Good it. news though, Master Chief Collection is getting an Xbox One X version. Good news. <laughs> oh lord. Wow. Oh my god, we didn't. That's a little thing too. The the one the studio head or somebody high up in three four three came out and said, "Yeah, we fucked up with that." Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Fuck you. No, that just <laughs> happened this week. I think. Like, it did just happen this week. Yeah. And, like, where where was the people saying, hey, let's not release this game? Like, what the fuck? He came out yep. and said it they released it earlier than they, than they could have, than they should have. And they were like, oh, we made a whole bunch of assumptions that were bad. So, yeah, like. What did you think was going to happen? What the hell? Like, where, where are the people making these decisions not stepping in and saying. Dude, the mahogany Yo. table. Because of that Yo. decision. That's where they are. <laughs> they lost a sale out of Cody. Yeah, I, one person, but they also fucking ruined my imp- opinion of them, and mm-hmm. I, like, never used my Xbox. Yep. Like, yeah, and it's, it's not one person. It's uh, a lot of people. God. It, like, that. Like I, I appreciate apologizing. Like, that's awesome. I almost kind of wish you never would have said anything. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> in a po- maybe in a post-mortem ten years down the road, we could have talked about it. But it's, it's too soon right now. It's a little fresh still, <laughs> actually. You know, yeah, that could have been such a, such a cool fucking thing if it worked well. God, that that was like one of the most exciting things. Like that was such a cool thing 
to put together and release on a system, it got me to buy the system. So, like, fuck. You're really Guys. taking this hard. <laughs> it just, it I'm, makes me mad. Like, that, that makes me mad that there was that much oversight. And, like, an intentional oversight, yeah, you yeah. know? I'm, I'm on it's, eBay looking for a digital copy, copy of Halo 4. No joke. Why? Because I want to play Team Heavies, and I, you can't do Wait. that on stupid MCC. Are those still act like? Are there servers? servers? Can you still connect to no individual Halo Four? I'm sure I you have could. no idea, and I don't know how to check. So I'm just gonna have to buy it and find out. That's the only way I know how to check. Because you can't question. use a disc. Yeah, go ahead. Is Halo Four backwards compatible on Xbox One? Or are you talking about getting your 360 out? No, no. It's um. Let's put it this way: I can download it in the store on Xbox One. That would imply you can probably play it, right? Yes. And it's then, and yeah. this is why I'm really confused. It's separate from Master Chief Collection. Yeah, you can like buy that... Halo Four. You can buy all yeah. the Halos separately. I'm just so surprised for some reason. Yeah, like I'm surprised that those servers are separate. Is what I'm. That's what I'm confused. Maybe about. they're not existent at all. I don't know. That's how to that's check. what I'm saying. Like that, I'd be really surprised. But then again, people could be playing the 360 version still, yep. and that wouldn't connect to the one. I don't know. I, I'm curious. Yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. I'll yeah. leave, that'll be the two v one cliffhanger of the week. Is Halo Four still a thing? <laughs> hey, we we Halo was on the banned list for forever because we spent way too many fucking early episodes of this show uh-huh. talking about it. I know we turned off a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so, listener, if you want to listen to us actual hate hate on Master Chief Collection in real time, listen to our first like ten episodes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh man. Uh, end of episode rambling end of episode yeah okay uh we ended up finding things to talk about because that's i forgot that's to, how we do i, for, how I we forgot do. to jot down a lot of those news things but um cool yeah uh well thank you for listening and uh oh and i'm ordering the shirts this weekend well they will be ordered by the time you hear this so the the process of shipping them to you buyers is uh it's in, in the works yes correct yeah. Thank you, everybody. That was really awesome. We're real stoked about how many people were interested, and um, we'll, also we'll thank you for thank you for putting up with how we have to do it because we don't have right. like a store, and we will or eventually. This yeah, was we, sort of, yeah, this was the the test run for the early adopters. Really appreciate you, and uh, yeah. we'll definitely have something formal in the future. Yeah, we do need to actually like set that up and make it a little easier. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. If you would like a t-shirt, you can still get one. Feedback at 2v1podcast.com yep. or on all social media at 2v1podcast. Uh, let us know. They're 20 bucks, and uh, you can represent and be and, I, and look really awesome. You can you can stunt in 2v1 <laughs> threads. I, I, don't, I don't mean to extend <laughs> the episode, threads. but did you want to mention the uh, Games with Gold for November? Yes. I sure I was waiting until November, but sure, yeah. So Trackmania Turbo, we're just yeah. Trackmania Turbo, and what's the other Xbox One one? I don't remember. I didn't. Know. Tell, I didn't tell us from the Borderlands, right? Tell us from. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Great game. Yeah. I don't remember the three. Great games. Yeah, I don't. And know. Uh, the PS Plus ones will Halo Four. They'll show next week. <laughs> yeah. It would be funny if it was Halo Four. I'd be so happy. <laughs> yeah. I like um. I like how PlayStation had uh, uh, Metal Gear for free for October, and Xbox is now it's Xbox is now announcing, "Hey, we got it on our Games Pass. Here's Metal Gear." Yeah, 
Yeah, I saw that too, and I was like, you should try and just get it on gold. Like, don't don't do this. This isn't as good, but yeah. Because that's because uh, that's a thing that exists. They're they're like clickbait. I see thing. them, and I'm like, oh, that's the free game, and then it's like, oh, Games Pass. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I think that'll do it for this week. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I. I think I mentioned everything. Uh, I'm hoping to get back to doing stuff for YouTube. Now, I've been considering getting back to streaming too. So, I have all this free time. I have. It feels like I have all the time in the world now. Now, now does it feel amazing? It does. I don't know, Josh. They didn't tell you like expect results in a week. I have no idea, no, and that I don't. Would, I don't think everybody. That would. I don't me. think everybody finished the te- like the test wasn't the same day across the country. It's like spread out a little bit, so yeah, yeah. It used to take like six months. It doesn't take that long anymore. Jeez. So, luckily, yeah. Is it a scan? Yeah, was dude. It a scantron. Yeah, hmm. yeah, but they have to. I think it's based on some of somewhat of a curve, so they have to compile all that. That's why I said. I think different parts of the country take it different days or something, but yeah, we'll find out. But otherwise, I don't have to think about anything other than playing video games, which is awesome. So perfect. Yeah, that would give me, life is worth that would living give me again. anxiety not knowing when to expect expect my test results. Yeah, I mean you can't do anything about yeah. it. I knew that going into it. So, but it, but at least if they were like, hey, a week or two, I'd be like, okay, I'll expect them in a week or two. But like, yeah, nothing at all nah. would be yeah. All right, end of episode rambling. Let's go. End of episode. Mm-hmm. It's over. Thanks for listening. See you next week.